Welcome to Short Talks from the Hill, a podcast of the University of Arkansas. I'm Matt McGowan, a research and economic development writer here at the university. Today, I'd like to welcome Mike Malone, Vice Chancellor for Economic Development. Since starting his role at the university on April 18, 2022, Malone has led the university's efforts to expand economic opportunity and improve quality of life across Arkansas. He has nearly three decades of experience building coalitions and partnerships to advance community and economic development opportunities. From 2016 until his appointment at the U of A, Malone served as Vice President for Corporate and Community Affairs for Runway Group and direct investments in Northwest Arkansas, including workforce development, talent attraction and business recruitment, outdoor recreation, and philanthropy. From 2006 to 2016, Malone served as president and CEO of the Northwest Arkansas Council, leading the creation and implementation of regional growth and development strategies that resulted in significant employment gains, economic growth, and improved quality of life in Northwest Arkansas. Prior to his work in Arkansas, Malone held senior staff leadership positions in the White House, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the U.S. Senate, and the U.S. House of Representatives. So, wow. Mike, how did all that happen? <laughs> Tell me about your background. Well, when I hear that, it, it reminds me I'm either old or can't hold down a job. It's kind of one of the two or maybe both. Too many agencies yeah. there, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, I've had this series of uh, great opportunities that have come along at really great times. Um, The work in D.C., it was a real fortunate period to be from Arkansas when there happened to be an Arkansas or Arkansan as serving as president and uh, Arkansans in senior leadership roles throughout government and the legislative branch as well. So um, it was, you know, kind of my first career example of just having good timing, I think, as much as anything. But um, it, it was a great learning experience to be in D.C., it is a in many cases a young people's town where young folks that are driven and uh, energetic and some are smart or they're, uh, you know, working on policy and matters of great importance to this country. It also took a lot of energy. It was, you know, around the clock kind of roles or and the work was around the clock. So uh, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I'm not doing it now. Did it then when you yeah, were young. Yeah, it was really, it was great. And in fact, it was um, for my wife and I, it was really a family decision to, uh, for me, move back to Arkansas. I grew up here and got to work on some amazing things in Washington, D.C., but um, we miss the personal connections, the friendliness. It's not the friendliest town there uh, in Washington, D.C. Um, so it, it, this just was a perfect place for us to raise our two daughters. And so we made a family decision to move back in 06 and uh, haven't looked back. It, it's been great. And uh, again, just fortunate timing as these opportunities have come along, including the opportunity to be here at the University of Arkansas. I, just, I feel uh, as lucky as can be and uh, thrilled to be here. Uh, you've been on the job here for a little bit more than a year. Uh, so I'm assuming that your chair is warm, although uh, <laughs> you over. Don't, you're not may, probably not doing very much sitting in it. Yeah. So having been here this long now, a little over a year, I assume you've gotten a sense of this. What differentiates university-led economic development from traditional economic development? So economic development is a really broad and all-encompassing term. It can mean a lot of things and it can play out in a lot of different actions and 
techniques and practices. And so economic development uh, from a state perspective could be offering incentives to companies or marketing to companies to try to get them to locate in Arkansas. Economic development from a regional perspective, which I did for a while, uh, could be about building infrastructure to make sure that you've got what talented workers are looking for, or what companies are looking for. And those are all important components of economic development, but th those aren't the things that a university does well. The university is not going to offer incentives for relocating companies or build, uh, put in stoplights for uh, manufacturers that, that need physical infrastructure. The elements of economic development that universities do really well and are, are most uniquely positioned to offer are training uh, the workforce that meets the needs of the jobs of the state and jobs of the future, taking research and innovations and creating companies or getting that research deployed out uh, for impact in the community and really in the world. Uh, but solving uh, serious challenges and problems, um, creating a place where people gather and mix and ideas spark out is a really unique role that universities can play. Uh, we can mix people together in interesting settings around uh, you know, some of the greatest challenges of our times. And so just the power to convene and place make and uh, and and have events and sites where people want to gather and mix and different. That's a really unique role that universities play. And then the fourth example is really through just uh, technical assistance, training, consulting, expertise. We have more knowledge and talent and expertise here on campus than anywhere else I can think of. And most everyone that I've met with wants to use their knowledge, talent, and expertise for solving problems and making uh, things better for Arkansans and beyond. So uh, it's really how do we take that knowledge, talent, and expertise and extend it out and train the workforce and create a place and events where people can gather and sort with big ideas that spark out. Have you found it to be a challenge uh, doing university-led economic development uh, compared to the work before, or was it uh, of a kind of seamless transition for you? Learning curve is very, very yeah. steep. I had certainly worked with the university, but this is my first time working on a, at a higher ed institution, and so things are different. There's different rhythm schedules, definitely a culture on uh, within higher ed, and then at this institution as well. So I've spent a lot of my first year really in learning mode and trying to uh, make sure that I understand the institution and all we have to offer. And so um, that's been great, but it, it, you know, I just knew I had a lot to learn. And so that has also taken me some time, but there have not been problems. I think that was how you started the question. In fact, everybody to a person that I've met with is really excited about sharing what they do and how it can have an impact. and really anxious for any support that I or our team could provide to help them extend what they do for the good of our state and beyond. So it's it's really fun. It's inspiring to get to meet so many brilliant people that want to have their inventions or their creations or their knowledge put to work for good. It's That's that's fun. That's a dream job, really. Right, right. It's, it's really nice to have a, a sense of meaning, higher uh -huh. purpose to your work, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So can you give an example of how your team has connected industry to campus so sure. far? In the year? It happens on an almost daily 
basis, uh, and it's our team and it's others across campus. But one recent example that, that's very top of mind is uh, with Dillard's, a great Arkansas company, a Fortune 500 company headquartered in Little Rock, does a lot of recruiting here uh, and has been the Dillard's Corporation and the Dillard's family have been supporters of the university through some meetings uh, where we've taken students to visit Dillard's facilities. Uh, both engineering students and apparel management students have, have been uh, to visit Dillard's in Little Rock. There's been some great exposure for our students about career opportunities in the state. Uh, some of the Dillard senior leadership team was up here just a couple weeks ago uh, during Fashion Week. and. Uh, judged a fashion show, spoke to students, participated in a uh, career fair, mini career fair that was put on. And I understand they've hired some of our students already. And uh, Dillard's has donated um, dozens of suits, men's suits, and I think some women's apparel as well, to the career closet to allow students to be able to come select something to wear for job interviews or if they're going out to meet with companies. And so we already had a, a good relationship with Dillard's, but I think this uh, active effort to take students to their facilities and also to have them on campus, is just, it's, it's helping us broaden and even out their relationship across campus, which is really our goal with all companies and, and nonprofits and communities is uh, we want to be viewed by them as a full-service solution provider. Again, we've got so much knowledge, talent, and expertise to offer. We want them to have visibility into what that is. And if, if they see something and they, they want to access those services or support or engage with us, we got to make it easy for them to do so and be top of mind. What do you feel will most substantially increase the university's economic imp impact to the state? So the impact right now is huge. And the last time we did a study to quantify the university's economic impact, it was pegged at 2.2 billion annually. So what happens here, the graduates that go on to work in Arkansas and the taxes that are paid and the spending of students when they're here on camp, all of that, if you aggregate it, uh, the last time we calculated it, it was 2.2 billion. That study was done in 2018. Our enrollment was a lot smaller. So we're in the process of updating those figures, and I feel confident that the number's going to be a lot bigger. We just got more students here and more faculty and staff, and so that alone will drive it up. But um, there's a lot more activity, uh, new businesses being created, research being commercialized, startups that have scaled and, and really done well. So when we quantify all that, it, the, the impact as it's going to be reported, is, is going to be even bigger than $2.2 billion. But I, I think in, until we can proactively engage with communities and with industry partners around the state so that they can fully access all that we have to offer, we're, we're just scratching the surface. And proactive industry and community engagement has really been my mantra the last several months. I've been in the role a year, but I, I had to get my feet under me. You know, we need to meet people where they are all over the state of Arkansas and make sure they understand the different ways we might be able to help them solve their problems or take their business or their nonprofit or the, their community to a, an even higher level. And again, the, the excitement and the willingness is here. We've, we've got the talent. We've got students that want to engage and, and serve and faculty members as well. So um, that when we really have 
proactive engagement with industry and communities uh, on a regular basis. I, I think that's when we'll really achieve our, our fullest mission and serve the state as best we can. So what has been uh, your sense of the response here on campus to this emphasis on economic development since you've been here? Really positive. People absolutely uh, believe in the land-grant mission, service to the state, uh, education and impact. And then I already mentioned uh, how excited people are about sharing what their knowledge is or what their invention is and how it can, can be put to use. And so it's just been overwhelmingly enthusiastic. I was hoping that that'd be the case. I didn't know that for sure. Uh, but it's, it's uh, a lot of positivity because I think people share this feeling that I do, that, that there's so much more that we can offer, so many more ways that we can have an impact that they want to contribute to that and be a part of that. It's a real service mentality here, community-minded mentality. It's, it's, that, that makes it a joy to come to work here. I've noticed since you've been on the job that you've taken a special interest in students. We have a lot of employer employment fairs on campus, and I know that you keep an eye on that, especially as they're getting older and getting closer to graduation. Can you talk about the impact of students and graduates on the state of Arkansas? Absolutely. Um, I, I actually think the preparing of our future workforce is probably uh, the greatest way we can impact the economy and, and set this state up, and, and other states too, but I'm, I'm Arkansas first, uh, but, but set it up well for the future. You know, I think between uh, last week's graduation and uh, the December graduation, we, we approached 6,000 graduates this year. Uh, not all of them will go immediately into the workforce. Some will go into higher ed. We have graduates that go to serve in the military and in different ways, but uh, the vast majority of our graduates will go in the workforce. Uh, more and more are staying in Arkansas to go in the workforce. And you know the career preparation that goes on that's infused in the classrooms and also the things that are offered outside the classroom make most of them work ready and you know highly desired by employers. And so um, this is a different department. It's, it's not within economic development uh, but I want to help in any way I can and, and certainly advocate for the great work that the Office of Career Connections, they just changed their name, but the Office of Career Connections does because they help with resume writing, interview assistance for students, helping faculty members that want to create career competencies or career-related aspects within their curriculum or within their courses. They put on the career fairs and partnerships with the various colleges. And you know, you know, in my mind, when you've got several hundred employers coming on campus because they want our students uh, and they show up for multiple iterations of the job fair each semester, uh, that, that is exactly what we want from an economic impact perspective. And it means we're hitting the mark. You know, some of these career fairs this year sold out. We had a waiting list of employers that uh, uh, wanted to come but couldn't get in. And that's even a couple of the career fairs that are set up in Bud Walton, which is a pretty good sized space. It, it comes back to one of the most important roles for university economic development is preparing the workforce and uh, making sure that industry can connect with 
or hire as interns or hire our students is one of the most important, maybe the most important thing we can be doing from an economic development perspective. Thank you. I am curious a little bit, you talked about this. Uh, one of the things that I've thought about here is uh, research and economic development. This has been my kind of myopic view, I guess, but um, research and economic development as being kind of separate silos, but really they're not. And I've learned that really from you via Laura Mabry, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> yeah. I guess is the best way of saying it. But really, I think the the attitude is research is economic development. Could you could you address that a little yes, bit more? Absolutely. The research that happens on this campus is phenomenal and it can impact the world. It's on us to make sure that we've got the right infrastructure to help researchers that uh, invent something and need to protect that intellectual property. Uh, the folks that want to start companies around their inventions or their research uh, or to license that technology out. And, and that is going to solve problems around the world and create economic opportunities. And, and so absolutely the research that happens and the deployment of that research or the translation of that research into businesses or, or licensed intellectual property is economic development. And our team, um, there is a division of research and innovation. I get to work in the division of economic development. We work really closely together because um, you know the research grants and the volume of research that happens definitely impacts the amount of commercialization. And then within the economic development division, uh, the Office of Technology Ventures helps with licensing of, of IP, disclosure of IP, and protection of, of IP. Um, then we've got units that can work with inventors and helping them form companies and uh, launch enterprises related to their research. And so, yes, it, it is uh, inextricably linked and uh, so goes one, so goes the other. Uh, the Institute for Integrative and Innovative Research, I cubed R, is going to be within one institute a great example of that research to deployment of the research and so um, we're really excited about that the physical facility is taking shape on dixon street we've got a great leader in dr renu jung and she's building out the team of faculty and staff to do that and they'll work with uh, colleges across the campus and units across the campus as well because it, it's truly, it's right there in the name. It's, this is going to be integrative research. Uh, and so it, we can't do it in silos. We've got to do it in partnerships with, with one another. And they want to solve really, to hear the director say it, she wants to solve or take on wicked challenges. And uh, so we, we've got to do that in an integrative way. And so it's exciting to see that take shape. It's still early days, but they've already got some research grants that they've won, some conversations with industry partners that I feel certain will want to sponsor research when the lab and research facilities are up and operational. And then again, the, the facilities right on target coming out of the ground there on Dixon Street across from Bell Engineering. It's really great. And so, um, and then the second thing I want to mention is uh, the great amount of startup and uh, small business support that we offer. Um, it's These are a lot of times external facing services that these units provide, the Small Business Development Center, the Arkansas World Trade Center, companies that lease space from us at the UA Tech Park, inventors, entrepreneurs that are hanging out at the Collaborative in Bentonville. 
these are all ways that we help grow the economy and grow innovation in our communities. And uh, it's, it's a really important part of the work that we do because it's external facing or happens at sites uh, more off campus and on. I, I wanted to make sure to mention it because this is really important work. We had Mary Beth Brooks on here a couple uh, months ago. Yeah. And I just, it was kind of astonishing to me, the services that this Arkansas Small Business and Technology Development Center offer. It was uh, really wonderful to hear that. At no cost. That's what's amazing to me is it's a free resource. It's uh, taxpayer supported through federal grants and also some state support. And they, they'll serve over a thousand small businesses a year. It just blows my mind. It's a small team. Uh, in a very small physical space, but they uh, find ways to connect and they've been so successful that referrals are probably their best source of, of new clients. And don't need to advertise. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. Words out. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, Mike? No, thank you okay. though, for the opportunity. Absolutely. And, uh, it's, it was a pleasure to be here and uh, I'll talk about this anytime. Well, we'll have you back again, of course, you. anytime you want to come back. Thank you sure, so much. appreciate your time. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Short Talks from the Hill is now available wherever you get your podcasts. For more information and additional podcasts, visit arkansasresearch.uark.edu, the home of research and economic development news at the University of Arkansas. Music for Short Talks from the Hill was written and performed by local musician Ben Harris. Ben Harris.